Rio Daddy being tackled by Very Elegant, and the Great Mayor wins a ninth Group 1 home best in the George Main. This is the Neil Evans Says Podcast. Nature Strip clings on. He's king of the mountain this time. This week... Neil Evans says... The big two tanks, it's like two warriors in the desert rumbling here, Eduardo and Nature Strip. Not often you see a wait-for-age race, mate, where there's only a half kilo between an eight-year-old who's won from 14 to 2,200 metres and this star four-year-old, only getting a half kilo. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen, the man of the moment. It is Neil Evans from the Neil Evans Says Podcast. G'day, Neil. Wow, Sumsy. Beautifully done, mate. Yeah, a little cheer in there from the front row. Good to see. Well, there's nothing like a live studio audience True. there. So, yes. look surprised you're here. I thought you would have been on the plane with Albo uh, <laughs> and the water houses. That's Mate, yeah. I got caught, I don't know, lost somewhere in the Pacific, the yeah, yeah. Uh, the invite from uh, Dear Lizzie. But, <laughs> yeah. uh, yes, uh, amazing. Just amazing, the uh, friend. But th- yeah. three trainers, Gay Waterhouse, so Chris Swaller. Gay's going. Gay's yeah. going is the latest. And David Hayes, of course, who's now based in Hong Kong. Uh, but uh, wonderful pedigree there with the Hayes family. Chris Swaller, of course, Nature Strip. And uh, PVL going, of course. So uh, what a representation from down under. Yes, well, they're going to miss a big weekend of racing because at Royal Ramwick this Saturday, let's go to race seven, the big one. It's the $1 million Group 1 George Main Stakes over 1,600 metres at Wait for Age. Some big champions have won this race. Last year's winner, Very Elegant. Winks won it three years in a row from 2016. Kingston Town won two years in a row, 81 and 82. But in 2022, can any of them beat <laughs> NMO? Yeah, some wonderful names there, Sumsy. And uh, a lot of the time it's been run on rain-affected ground this time of the year, and it'll be that again. The, the weather sliding back down, I'd suggest, around a soft six, soft seven. So we're at wait for ages, you say, over the mile. The big question, this star four-year-old stallion, Animo, first up winner uh, four weeks ago. I think Zaki can and will beat Animo. Um, mm. Not often you see a wait for age race, mate, where there's only a half kilo between an eight-year-old who's won from 14 to 2,200 metres and this star four-year-old, only getting a half kilo. That said, for people who understand weights and ratings, Animo has earned it. Uh, the record is outstanding. I also think the other thing, uh, Sumsy, is that Zaki is only a fortnight between runs, Animo four weeks between runs. Mm. Zaki will be in front, uh, will come over from barrier seven, uh, and Animo was drawn one outside, so it'll slide back. So I don't think there's a lot of pace. I think it's set up for Zaki to sit up top and go all the way. Uh, what about an outsider in the race? Yeah, look, um, there's a couple, of course, here where they're, they're going to push on to longer trips, and you've got to watch them. Fangirl was very good from the back first up. It's second up here. Comes through similar form lines. Probably not suited at this weight for age now, 56 and a half, not getting a lot from those top two. But Fangirl will be getting home hard. And the horse that is a ridiculous price, uh, Sumsy, I can't believe it, Ice Bath oh, for yes. a Hawkesbury trainer, Brad Whitter. Third up. Sectional through that that really ugly track the other day where they couldn't come from back. Uh, they won on speed all day. Ice Bath was terrific getting home into a place second up. I think they put up $25, and all you each way uh, thrill seekers out there should be having something small on Ice Bath at a big price. Okay, so number one, Zaki, you reckon, to beat Animo, and it got Ice Bath. Number eight and number nine, Fangirl. Yes, that would be my uh, top four, pretty much in that sort of order. Uh, as I say, a real battle of tactics, a real battle of chess over the mile. I think the big tank, Zaki, wins it. Okay, race eight, it's the $1 million group to the shorts over 1,100 metres. And after conquering Royal Ascot, Nature Strip mm. is back. And there's some pretty good competition, though. Wow. You could not have organised this any better. We're looking at, what, four weeks from the Everest. 
October 15, probably half this field will line up. Well, certainly five of them that I can see there are Everest-bound, including that defending champion, uh, Sumsy, as you mentioned, Nature Strip. The big two tanks, there's like two warriors in the desert rumbling here, Eduardo and Nature Strip. Nature Strip's open favourite, nice and fresh off a good troll. Eduardo won first up, of course. They'll be right up on speed, the pair of them. They're drawn apart, so what might happen here, Nature Strip will probably go through, Eduardo will sit outside, and the new kid on the block, Marzu, number four, is fresh for the Snowdens, put five together last prep, it's the new star, and then you go further back in the field of horses like Lost and Running, former winner, classic legend, and the one getting home will be Mars Crusader, uh, who's trialled quietly at the back as well. The way I see this, Sumsy, I, I think it sets up for Eduardo. Uh, Big Ed, the nine-year-old, as I like to, to call him, to sit outside. And if he gets into that sort of eyeballing war with Nature Strip, I think he's the tougher one. I think they'll fight it out but certainly watch out for lost and running fresh getting home. Okay, so that's race eight, and you've got number two, Eduardo, to beat number one, Nature Strip, and number eight, lost and running, coming in third, paying about $8.50 at the moment. That's for yep. race eight at Ramwick. Let's go to race six, the 250K Group 2 T-Rose Stakes over 1,400 metres for the three-year-old fillies at set weights. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you that one of the great New Zealand thoroughbreds won this race back in 1989. She was Australian Horse of the Year three years running and went on to win the Cox Plate in 99 and 2000. Neil, is there <laughs> another sunline in the field for us this year? Look, I very much doubt it, Sumsy. I remember that uh, one of those Cox Plate wins cleared out by eight lengths uh, with Greg Charles sitting there like he's sitting on the side of a lounge on Sunline. I don't think there's a sunline in this, but it's a very competitive uh, uh, group of fillies here. Of course, it's, it's three-year-old time of the year. The big key here is the two different form lines. You've got Got horses like North Star Lass, Paris Dior, Walinga Beast. This is one, three, four, all coming through the Group Two Furious. But the horse against that form line is the uh, the Silver Shadow winner, number five, Zoo Gotcha. I have to have Zoo Gotcha on top to win this through the strength of that form line. It beat In Secret, of course. Now In Secret came out and won the run to the rose last week. The horse behind it couldn't run it down. A little bit unlucky, but that's a very strong form line. For that reason, five, Zoo Gotcha for Chris Waller and the J-Mac is on top selection for me. But just getting back to that furious form, which I think is probably a peg below the other form line, but the one to come out of that is Paris Dior, second up. It only got going late, and I think now... Over this 1,400-metre trip, it's the big, big improver out of that uh, out of that furious stake. So I think they're the ones for everyone to play with there. Five on top, Zoo Gotcha. Big, big watch on number three, Paris Dior. All right, let's head to Caulfield. And rain expected today over five millimetres. Another six on Saturday with pretty cloudy, gusty and wet conditions. Mm. A real Melbourne day. Should we be holding fire? Are we expecting some scratchings for race day? Look, I, there's always a few, uh, Samzi, but I don't believe there'll be many in this race. This is a race that's targeted very early in the spring by a lot of big trainers. It's a really genuinely hard run, 1,400 metres, and those soft tracks have been around a while. They're well used to it. Okay, well, it is the big one at Caulfield. Race 7, the $1 million Group 1 Sir Rupert Clark Stakes, handicap over 1,400 metres. First run in 1951 as the Invitation Stakes, Named after the late, great former chairman of the Victorian Amateur Turf Club, Sir Rupert Clark. 
Sierra Sue won it last year. Behemoth in 2020 and be good to your mother, Neil, in 2019. In fact, uh, your mum just rang up just a few Did minutes really? ago. She said, could you pick up some wheat picks on the way oh. home, please? So <laughs> well, who's your favourite for this one? Well, given I've been pretty good to my mum for most of her life, she's going strong. At 85, she's going strong. Uh, look, this is a wide-open race. I'll bet any number of runners in this race, but what I like about this race, it is run true. They don't walk along. So generally, the Sir Rupert Clark is one by one off the pace. The horse I like here at good odds is number 15, Tuvalu, uh, for Lindsay Smith, who's, of course, a WA trainer who's based, uh, well, he's based both ways, but he's set up big in, in Victoria. This is a horse I like fresh. It's coming off about a 10-week break. It's never finished further back than second in 11 starts. And what we call in the game made it, you know, a real push-button horse. It just comes off breaks and bang, straight into uh, its routine. I think uh, very, very good horse, Tuvalo, and I like the fact it's drawn out a little bit, but when you get a soft track, we might be looking at soft 6-7. They're probably going to get away from the fence late in the day. I think that suits Tuvalu, and down there on 54.5 kilos, just a half kilo over the, over the minimum weight, I think it's terrific each-way value in a very wide race. So uh, 15 Tuvalu. Each way all day is my on-top selection in the Sir Rupert Clark. Well, it is an open race. What about mm. number 10, Showmanship? Yes, Denny O'Brien stable with Damien Oliver up. First up winner, Showmanship, another one that comes to hand. And look at that picket, look at that picket fence, number 10. has won a lot of races, mm. Showmanship. It is suited. Uh, th- this, is, this is tough. Mm. You know, I think this is the sort of ceiling level for Showmanship, but certainly a chance. But uh, I tell you, there's a couple of others I should throw in there, Sumsy. Number five, I am Superman. For the Snowdens and Mark Zara, it was very good first up, working home nicely. It's got a big, big second up record. So look out for I Am Superman. And the one at big odds, we love to throw one in, better than 20 to 1. Okay. Halal, number 9. I like Halal. Now, the thing here is this is a horse that's got right under the market. And I love it when the Hawks' switch states third up. This is what they've done with this horse. And the reason why it's a big price, it is drawn right out in the car park. But it'll get back anyway. And just keep in mind, this horse was only a couple of lengths from Animo in the winks, and that's a stronger form line than this. So at big, big odds, a sneaky chance, number nine, halal. There you go, some big tips for Caulfield and also Ramwick for this Saturday. It is the Neil Evans Says podcast. Don't forget to share us. And, Neil, your quaddies are in the Twitter feed, so when yep. people are finished having a listen to the podcast, they can just check out your quaddies for both Caulfield and Ramwick. Uh, you've done very well for your first one up. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, you've worked very hard. Um, I think it's time for a drink, Neil. Well, it is. It is indeed, mate. And, and I think we should toast Her Majesty. What do you think? I'm with you. Ha, ha, ha.